Welcome to podcast number two of uh, CrossFit Harrow's podcast. Today, um, we are joined uh, by Coach Case. Hi, everybody. I hope everybody's having a great day. Let's talk about some nutrition. Um, for those of you that don't know Case, uh, he is one of the coaches. So for those listeners that maybe aren't members of, of CrossFit Harrow, Case is a coach here who has been with us since January, um, an exceptional member of the team. Uh, who has warmed to the members very well um, and is someone that can certainly uh, back his uh, talk. So we live in a world that everyone wants it fast, they want it easy, they want it yesterday, like free, they want it low stress uh, and they want it now. And these are the exact same reasons as to why most people uh, never get after it and never get it. You know, um, we can give nutrition advice and and everything else, but, you know, it, it's up to the individual. Um, everything you know that you you see and hear is about instant gratification, and no one really wants to work um, and do the things they need to do in order to to to, to get it. Like, one loves talking about it, um, but no one wants to be about it. Like, put your money where your mouth is. Do this stuff. Like, it is hard. Get on with it. Make these sacrifices. These small little changes. Like, you know, they might seem seem so big in the beginning, but actually, on a day to day basis, the grand scheme of things, they're actually such small things that a, a fitness coach or your nutritional coach or something is, is actually asking you to do. Um, so, Kay's diet, the words, the key word, the word we probably hate the most, um, the most overused word in the fitness industry. Um, misunderstood. Um, one hundred percent. I think that. Diet is one of the most overused words that we have in a, fi- a fitness realm. Uh, and simply because a lot of people don't realize what the word means. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's called a diet for a reason and it's not called a lifestyle for a reason. And a lot of us are looking for these long-term goals and actually results that we can hold on to. Um, and that's just not something that diets give. are going to give you. Yeah. 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 So I agree. Um, I mean, there is a lot of, uh, of myths about this topic, and uh, the reality is, is there actually will never be a definitive answer, really. Um, you know, you can get a personal trainer that's fresh, you know, off their course, got their qualifications, regardless whether they're 18, 25, or 160, it doesn't matter. But picks up a client and now will project their views on nutrition uh, to that client, who actually really just needs consistency. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, And that is probably the biggest issue that we're dealing with. As long as there's one person out there that still... Believes in something. Exactly. Believes in that diets are the best thing in the the fitness industry, um, then there's always going to be that one voice that is going to go against the grain. Uh, I'm not... I don't want to tell people that they're wrong, but diets are probably not going to be the best yeah. uh, thing for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, you know, the truth is it, is it is different for everyone and different things work for different people. And I think, you know, it's, it's very obvious to say there's a, that's why there will never be a d- definitive answer as to, um, you know, what the right way or path of nutrition is. Uh, and really, everyone has different motives behind why they train. But the reality is, is that the two main reasons are is one, they want to live as long as possible. And two, you, you know, you want to look good naked. When you look in the mirror, you want to be confident in what you see. Yeah, exactly. And we can um, provide all the evidence that we want by science and experiments that have been done. But as long as people uh, keep having an opinion about yeah. things that have already been proven, 
we're never gonna agree and get to uh, one solution. Yeah, it's like fitness and nutrition should be made simple, but unfortunately, uh, it doesn't seem to be that way. Um, and like any industry, I think there are facts, uh, statistics, like you just said, data, experiments, science, whatever. But there's like you know, there is so much opinion, and it will never, um, you know, never dry out. Um, Everyone's always trying to come out of like the next best thing, like the Bazooka 200 diet, or you know, giving misleading information away to. And, and you know what? The, the misleading information goes to those people who are the most vulnerable in respect of not being educated in that in that aspect of, of training. Yeah, and that's exactly right. It's just that a lot of people out there want to come up with uh, the next best thing, the newest thing out there, and a lot of times uh, that is that's not even a case like a lot of times it's just something old that's uh, being branded as something new yeah just marketing and advertising exactly. just so uh, but you know we gotta realize that the basics that have been around for years and years and years have been around for a reason like they work and they're sustainable yeah um, I, I think people need to identify you know what good nutrition is uh, what and, and kind of work backwards from there so they'll you know they'll have Whatever, whatever it is for, for them and, and work backwards, break that down into smaller segments so that it's achievable. But everyone wants to kind of um, look a certain way in a certain time frame, but actually miss, you know, the, they want to see the end result, but not do the things that take you to the end result. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's looking for the quick fix right now. And to, to be honest, like a lot of our attention spans are just very short right yeah, now. Yeah, not long enough, yeah. And that is, uh, that is exactly uh, the same thing when it comes to our fitness goals as well. Everybody wants to get somewhere fast, but getting there fast is not necessarily going to um, give you the results in the long run. Yeah, and uh, I, I would agree with that. I mean, you know, for us who've done certain CrossFit qualifications and, and always looking to develop and become better, there's... You know, Greg Glassman, who, for those that are listening, uh, is the founder uh, of CrossFit. Um, he, you know, since the very beginning has, has identified uh, fitness, uh, you know, in a hundred words. Uh, eat meats and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch and no sugar. And keep intake to levels that will support exercise, but not, not body fat. That statement right there is so profound, it's unbelievable. Um, and we get lost in this whole, uh, this whole world of nutrition when it should be keep levels of food that will intake ex or supports exercise and, but not body fat. Yeah, exactly. And I think uh, that saying right there, I love that. And I think about it almost every single day. I think about how I'm eating and is it supporting and supplementing my life and my training? Uh, if the answer is yes, then keep on, keep on doing what you're doing. If the answer is no, then you might have to look um, at different solutions and different uh, foods that you can eat throughout the day. Yeah, so eating real foods is a big, you know, topic. Before we come on, we're talking about, um, you know, the supermarkets and walking around the outside of the supermarkets is where all the real food is. You know, for those who have never noticed, if if you walk into a supermarket now, notice that around the outside is all the fresh foods, uh, poultry, meat, vegetables, and the aisles are full of, you know, the the beers, the 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 cakes, the you know, pastas and things like that. Yeah, and uh, a big thing is that a lot of a lot of products right now are packaged, uh, but some some products are not meant to be in packages. Let's think about like uh, bell peppers, for example, bananas. Uh, all those products could be sold without the packaging around them, and those foods are 
we call them uh, whole foods. And basically what whole foods are is uh, foods that are um, not um, stuffed with any... Um, Pesticides. Exactly. Any, any bullshit, if, uh, if we can uh, say that. And those are the foods that we should be focusing on. And if we focus on buying those foods, you're yeah. automatically going to avoid the foods uh, that we're talking about, the foods that are not going to bring you towards your goals, but are going to bring you further away from your goals. Yeah, I think it's important that people start to, to listen to their, their hunger signals. Um, you know, over time, you can start to, to find out what the right portion is for you um, or the right portion size um, and, and you know, looks, what, what it looks like for your build, for your goal, for your health. Um, and, and I think you'd agree that, you know, one way, there is no one way. There's no one way of eating. It's not right for everyone. Um, and I think it's, you know, even before we came on, you were saying that people do need to experiment with what they eat, um, you know, so that they can figure out and identify what it is. But what, you know, that, that works and doesn't work. But I guess, you know, not identifying to trial and error for 20, 30 years. Yeah, 100%. Um, even with it, uh, like if we want to use the word diets or even within lifestyles, uh, although we are following the same thing, there are uh, the numbers uh, when we're talking about like calories and um, the amount of proteins and fats and carbs that you're taking every day is going to be different for every single person. So although you are following the same routine, your numbers are going to be different and the foods that will uh, fit within your lifestyle or within your diet are also going to be different because there's there isn't just uh, one food out there that everybody is eating on yeah. a day-to-day basis. Yeah, and uh, would you not agree to say that, like you know, especially over the years that CrossFit has kind of been a lot more, uh, you know, a bigger kind of platform for for people to train that people were so used to eating for aesthetics and um, you know training uh, in that way, whilst now actually CrossFit has opened a can of worms to be like. Yes, you should eat to support um, exercise and, and not body fat, but you're, you're, you're actually uh, trying to focus your food around um, the task of what you're doing as opposed to, because my point that I'm getting at is that your, your aesthetics is a, is a byproduct of your performance within CrossFit. Exactly, yeah. And even if we're talking about eating to uh, supplement your performance, we're not just talking about your performance in the gym. For a lot of people out there, we're not even in the gym right now, uh, but we're working out at home. But we are also talking about um, your daily tasks, like um, playing with your kids, uh, doing your work, um, going for walks with your dog or with your with your spouse, whatever it is. Um, your nutrition is going to play a big part in how well you're able to do those tasks throughout the day. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, so. You know, your food, uh, for, for us delivering this today to you, our, our message is that your food does need to reflect your training for the day. You know, for example, if you're, you're having a high training day or a big training day, you know what's ahead, you, you need to fuel the right way. If you go into that training session, you know, having, a, having eaten like a rice cake throughout the whole day, it's likely that you're going to underperform. Yeah, 100%. If you don't fuel your body with the right nutrition, it's hard to ask our body to perform uh, the way we want it to. Because we haven't done our job, so our bodies cannot do their job. But the problem is, though, today everyone wants it fast. They want it easy, you know, free, they, low stress, instant. They want it now. And uh, this is the exact same reason as to why most people never get what they're after, you know. Um, 
a lot of the things that we see in, in, in fitness, whether it's nutrition or the physical side of it, is that um, everything that you, you see is, is, is instant gratification. Everyone wants it yesterday, like, you know, without working for it. And, you know, nutrition's like, it's fucking hard, man. You yeah. know, you, you have to work for it. It doesn't stop. You never tick that box and go, oh, I'm done now. Yeah, 100%. It is a constant thing. And when we are talking about uh, getting somewhere fast, we are going too far too soon. When we're talking about getting lean and leaning out, out our bodies, we uh, flip that switch in an instant. And we want, it, it is a decision that you make in a heartbeat. And those are probably not the right decisions to make in a heartbeat because what is gonna end up happening is that you're gonna starve yourself, you're gonna skip meals. Yeah. And basically, uh, all you're doing right there is setting yourself up uh, later in the day for being hangry, uh, being in a shitty mood. It's, it's a short-term fix. Yeah, and also the likelihood of you grabbing uh, bad foods uh, later on throughout the day because you're hungry and because you feel like it is going to be bigger. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, so, like the amount of people you know that walk into the gym, uh, regardless of it's our gym or someone else's, um, and they're like, "Yeah, you know, I want to look like this in a month, maybe two months," and you're like, "Mate." It took you, you know, 32, 33 years to identify you want to do something about your physical appearance. You know, slow down. It's going to take you a lot longer, you know. Um, but the reality is, is, is that's not what people want to hear. Um, yeah, and that is, uh, a lot of that has to do with social media nowadays uh, because that is what is being promoted by a lot of people in the fitness space and not just in the fitness space, but any celebrities. Like if you follow any movie stars, whatever, uh, they are on certain diets and uh, fitness uh, regimes uh, to get uh, into their roles. Uh, but we have to realize the people that are successful and the people that are uh, that have those six-pack abs, um, they did not get there within the past two weeks. They have been working on this for years yes. and years and yeah. years. Yes. And they have probably started out by tracking their macronutrients. They probably started off by measuring how much they burn throughout the day. Uh, they probably measured uh, how much they're burning throughout their workouts and based their food and nutrition around that. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I saw something yesterday that with regards to like everyone wanting things, um, you know, done yesterday and stuff. It was like, it was something along the lines of, you know, you know why everyone wants it yesterday is because it's easy to sell to a sheep, you know, or to, to the sheep. But how can you sell? you know, this is going to be hard as fuck and it's going to take X amount of time, you know, uh, how, you just, how, how could you sell any program that says, you know, you, you're going to have to work harder than you've ever imagined, uh, you're going to struggle more than you've ever thought possible, you might sweat, bleed, cry, um, but that's, uh, and you might even doubt why you're doing it, but you need to do that every day to, to get the results that you want. Yeah. No one's going to go, oh yeah, I'm in. Yeah, and I would argue that um, if we're talking about that, we are talking about a lifestyle, uh, but if we're taking it back to the diets, like diets are no joke either. Like starving yourself is no fun. Like, yeah. Eating less calories than you're spending is no fun. Th those bodybuilders that get on stage, they get to like minus 6%. Like that's fucking yeah. hard. Exactly. And working that hard for results that are not going to last, you have to ask yourself the question, is that really worth it? Or is it worth it to work a Work longer, work for a longer period of time. If that's your goal and you want to get on stage and things like that and that's what you want to do, then yes, definitely worth it. But for the everyday person who's actually looking at physical fitness and wants aesthetics to be a byproduct of their physical fitness, then certainly not.
Yeah, absolutely. We are talking. We're not talking about the one percent uh, that is yeah. competing in their sport that they're focused on, but we're talking about the ninety-nine percent, even the ninety-nine point nine nine percent of the people uh, that are out there. Yeah, th there's nothing about anything that I've said before that tells you like you know this this hard hard stuff is going to make your life uh, um, hard, uh, but you know, you're, if you if you're a person that needs a sign, uh, then then this is it because that's that's that that is exactly what good nutrition to some degree and good training will look like. It's, like it's not easy. If it was easy, everyone would be walking around, you know, so confident in their body. Everyone would be walking around, you know, not wanting to improve on their nutrition. Like, you know, it's it's an ongoing process. And again, we go back to this whole point of like we kind of get into this world that. You do it for a couple of weeks, or you do it for two months, and then you you, you ticked it off, and it's and it's done. Yeah, and I think I would argue that it can be easy, it can be simple, if you but you have to be willing to master the basics. Yeah, and the basics of nutrition are know what's on your plate, yeah. so being able to identify uh, what you're eating throughout the day. And also uh, being able to um, it's quite shock it's quite shocking the amount of people that don't know the difference or what protein fats and carbs are yeah as in exactly. what food foods are in those food groups yeah and, you know there's a lot of um, false information out there on the internet but um, it's very simple to look up uh, certain foods and find out what is actually in there yeah and there are a lot of um, uh, new there are a lot of tracking uh, apps out there when it comes to nutrition and um, calories as well throughout the day. Yeah, um, I think I think when we talk about nutrition, um, a lot of people will come and approach us as, as fitness professionals and, and coaches and stuff, um, and they'll you know they'll ask your opinion of what, or what what they need to do, and you tell them, and uh, they're like, hmm, not sure. Uh, yeah, I might, you know, you procrastinate, they procrastinate on it. It's like, well, you've asked me for advice and now it's your choice whether you want to take it or not. And this is not advice as in like it doesn't work. This is advice that like is tried, tested and, and does work um, in regards to, you know, consistency for your diet and making these small changes. It's almost like they've come to you with wanting to know an answer, but they've already made their opinion and, you know, they've already made their pre-opinion in their head. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's exactly what you just said. Um, they don't they, want to hear how hard it is. Yeah, they they have a question, but they've already formulated their own answer in their mind, and they just want us or any fitness trainer out there to confirm that belief and that thought. Yeah, I I I, I agree, and it and you know they'll go away from that, and they they might not make a change for a long time. Um, they might not make a change at all, uh, and you know. Making that change is does require you know a bit of a sacrifice and a, and a, and a lifestyle, um, uh, let's say change. How many times can we use that word in the same sentence? But um, there's not one single thing about it that, or there's not there's not, not there's not one single thing in the world that you can go and get instant gratification for and go yeah um, and make zero effort. Like nutrition requires effort. You need to know, like you just said, what's on your plate. You need to know the difference between fats, proteins, and carbs. You need to know what the value of each. Um, food that you're eating is 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 having an effect on your body. Yeah, you know, and like you said, it is hard work, definitely at the start, and it will become easier over time. Yeah, you can manage it. There are ways yeah. to manage it. Yeah. And also, um, making it fun for yourself. Like if you make your food taste delicious, like make it taste good, and you will see that it's not something that you look <laughs> yeah. up against, but you look forward to. If you don't like kale, 
don't eat kale. If you don't like um, carrots, don't eat carrots. Eat foods that you like the taste of. This is like you know, there's massive things out there that you'll buy. You'll buy someone's diet online. I've seen it. You know, um, I've had people come to me and done it. And it's like, well, I need to eat X, Y, and Z, and it's like, well you don't like that and they're like yeah but I've got to eat it but if you don't like it you're not going to follow it because you're not eating foods that you you enjoy yeah exactly uh, I, I love food in general like I'm, I'm a big foodie anyway uh, but I sincerely look forward to every single uh, yeah and you should, that I eat throughout you should the day. yeah everyone should yeah you know like it's support it's supporting my fitness level and it's supporting what I do throughout the day but it also it tastes good it, I like what I'm eating and that's very important when it comes to uh, fitting things into your uh, daily life. Yeah, I think a key message from this is like, you know, a lot of us want to sit there and dream of it, you know, think of it. They, we like to talk about it, but maybe not be about it and work towards these goals of wanting to look a certain way. But, uh, you know, all I keep saying um, in this podcast and, and the last podcast and just day to day with people that know me personally is that small actionable goals lead to bigger and better things. You want to see ticks instead of crosses and, they, you know, small wins consistently day in, day out. But most people want the results overnight and they have unrealistic expectations of the amount of, you know, not necessarily struggle, but of hard work it's going to take. Like, yeah, I get it. Cake tastes good. Chocolate tastes good. Um, wine, beer tastes good. But, but okay, you'd agree that, you know what tastes fucking great? Sense of achievement. Yeah, exactly. And we are not saying that uh, you can never ever have those things. Like we are still alive and we're, as far as we know, we're only here once. But there are times and um, specific times that we are yeah, allowed you, to, uh, yeah. to enjoy those. Meals. If you want a pizza, you're going to eat a pizza. You're not going to go, oh, no, I don't fancy and sit there and feel guilty about it. You should not be feel, made to feel guilty about something that you're, you're eating. Yeah. If you are excessively eating these foods, then it's not that you should feel guilty, but you need to make a change of what you're eating. Don't be someone that complains about the way you look, but then don't do anything about it. You either have one or the other. Yeah, exactly. And the state that our bodies and our fitness are in also allow us to uh, make those decisions as well. If we, if we are in better shape, yes, we can uh, probably indulge into those foods a little bit more without having big ramifications yeah. um, that are, yeah, the foods that are neg uh, negatively gonna impact our bodies. Um, and if you're working towards a goal, like if you're looking to lose 30 kilos, for example, it might not be the best thing for you to uh, throw a cheat meal in there every single week because that's just not what is going to get you there. Yeah, see, I have an opinion on this about cheat meals, right? And this is my personal opinion is that we are not animals. We should not look at ourselves as having, like, you know, you don't, you, you give a treat to a dog, you, you know, things like that. You, if you want something, have it, but have it in proportion to um, the good things that you're having. So, you know, it doesn't, we have this mentality and I think it has come over from the kind of bodybuilding commercial aspect world of like, or commercial gym aspect world of like, you know, Sunday is a cheat day. No, Sunday is the same day as any other day. If you want to slip in a meal that maybe doesn't hold the same nutritional value as your general meals, that's okay to do. But stop treating it as like you're a child um, and you're going for ice cream, you know, uh, in that respect. Like you're, you're an adult, you should be able to make these decisions and just eat sensibly. Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, and I agree. I think that uh, when we do make the decision to um, have the so-called cheat meals, uh, enjoy it. You know, like there's nothing worse 
them eating or drinking a cheat meal, whatever your um, choice is there, um, than not to enjoy it. Like if you're only gonna hate and resent yourself because you made that decision, it's only gonna make things worse. Yeah. Like if you make that decision to do it, stick by it and actually enjoy but, that moment. But there's a, di- there, I mean, there's a different. Ca- there's an open. You can open a can of worms. Let's say there's a, like a, a mental aspect of coaching to go towards those decisions for you know if someone is feeling that con- conscious decision all the time then it's not just their nutrition that needs to out there are other elements that maybe are or under un- there are other underlying issues that need to also be addressed like that that's only can of worms but you know getting in shape uh, and, and, and eating well like it's not chance like it's not luck for those who listen to this there's no magic there's no magic pill um it's not up to anyone else um other than you um, and once you understand that fact, um, the entire game for you changes. You can literally bring a horse to water, but you can't make him drink it. We can provide, and anyone in the world can provide you with all the information. It's until you believe it. And what we said before about having, um, you know, asking for an opinion, but already having a, an answer. Like, until you understand the fact that you're the only person that can make that change, um, then that's when you'll, you'll start to make changes within, within your life. Like, I think it's as, as simple as that. Yeah, so I think what we're saying here is that uh, if you're looking for long-term goals, that you should be focused on making those lifestyle changes instead of uh, rather than following a diet. But like you said, we can throw all the information out there, but eventually it's up to you uh, to make those changes and make the decision to, uh, to actually go through with that. Yeah. And yeah, if you don't, then that is up to you. If you... You can't complain. Yeah. Exactly. If you want to believe that diets are going to get you somewhere, that is not because it's actually true and factual. That is just because it's easy to believe uh, that something is going to get you somewhere fast. Yeah. You know, um, it's not that carbs make you fat. Um, It's not that, you know, fat makes you fat. It's over excessive amount of carbohydrates make you fat. Over excessive amount of fat makes you fat. And And that brings... Sitting on the couch all day long. Yeah. and, and, And doing nothing makes you fat. Um, but that's something that I want to talk about, Kate, or you know, get your insight on and, and let the listeners hear of your views on, on fat intake. Yeah, so personally, um, I've definitely um, changed the page right here uh, because uh, for a long time, I believe what a lot of people nowadays uh, still believe in, and that is that the consumption of carbohydrates and protein uh, should be the main focus every single day. And I kinda, I've shifted my mindset because science has proven otherwise. It has proven that um, we technically don't need carbohydrates to sus- sustain our bodies. Um, we should take it in to recover from training sessions to uh, spike our insulin level a little bit and spike our metabolism uh, temporarily. But in the end, we want to use uh, fat as our fuel source because that will actually um, help us with our energy levels throughout the day uh, so we don't feel sluggish, we don't feel tired, and it will also help us burn more fat, which might sound weird, but eating more fats will actually help you burn more fat. Yeah, but it's hard for people to get their head around that. Yeah, I I get that. But um, a lot of people, uh, especially this time being in quarantine now, for example, will, you know, and they will will match their nutrition or try to match their nutrition with their training um, in terms of like 
you know, they'll, they'll go for a run. Um, they'll start, you know, I put, I had done a social media post about this the other day and talk, spoke about running and people, you know, all of a sudden going out for long runs and them not being good for you. Like you end up losing muscle mass too. And if you are someone that has a goal right now to become lean and you want to see your abs or whatever, it, you know, in that respect, you know, proper nutrition is important, but also like weight training is, I know this is going off subjects a little bit, but weight training is also important to, to this. Yeah, no, 100%. And I don't think it, it's going off topic at all. I think uh, weight training and uh, sustaining your muscle mass, just sustaining your muscle mass is insanely important when it comes to losing weight and losing fat. Like what a lot of people don't know and maybe not even realize is that every ounce of muscle mass that you have within your body uh, will burn a certain amount of calories for you yeah. throughout the day. So if you would, um, if you would be able to count the amount of calories that you uh, burn throughout the day by just sitting on the couch, that is just purely based off of um, how much muscle mass you have within your body. Yeah, um, you know, people eating. Uh, let's say, not people in, but, but we're going out, let's say, for runs and becoming a long-distance runner over this period of time. And it's something that I do want to share with you guys listening that, in actual fact, you're actually reversing your goal because what tends to happen, if you're someone that is going out running for long periods of time now, your body will start adapting to um, the carbohydrate source of energy or the carbohydrates that you have stored in your body. And it will start using that even more so as, as fuel. So what would happen over a couple of weeks is you start getting fitter in terms of your run times getting faster, but you actually don't lose any weight, um, any more pounds or whatever. Your, your muscle mass decreases. And in terms of you looking lean and, you know, there will be an element to you do lose some weight, but over time, your body will require more carbohydrates to fuel that energy source. So unless you are a runner, a professional runner, stop running, include weight training into your uh into your day-to-day -day stuff and eat appropriately for your training. And that's what we said before at the start, you know, as, as CrossFit, as we um, want to fuel for performance and, and, and not your, um, not for a, you know, just for the sake of it. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, first of all, if you, if you like running, obviously uh, don't stop doing that, but incorporate weight training for sure. And I like to tell this story where, um, we did a workout once uh, in our CrossFit box, and um, there was a, a, we had a drop-in, and um, it was a woman, and she was very um, respected in the running uh, running realm. Is it was that here? No, oh, it was okay. uh, back, back in the Netherlands. Yeah. And the running, uh, the workout consisted of just running and a movement that we call toes to bar, so where you bring your feet up uh, towards the bar that you're holding onto, and let me tell you that she did not finish the workout. Although it was just one other movement besides running, she was not able to finish the workout just because uh, running does not uh, give you the same amount of results and benefits that weight training does. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I agree. And I've got quite a lot of stories, but I don't want to sidetrack from the point of, of nutrition. We're getting at is that eat appropriately to your goal that you have. Um, and your task ahead. If it is that you are going out for a 5K then or 10K, then fine. You that's understood. You fuel for that run. But if you're if you're someone who's um, you know training um, regularly, you know three four times a week, you need to have a good balance of proteins, fats, and uh, carbs within your 
diet in order, one, for you to have optimum performance within when you're inside the four walls of the gym, but two, so that, you know, your byproduct of, of training um, becomes your aesthetics. If you're someone that trains and does not look after your nutrition, you are never going to get towards your goal. Your body has to have the right fuel source or the right nutrition in order for you to aesthetically look good. You cannot out-train a bad diet. And it's like we, uh, we talked about this a little bit before the podcast is uh, when we look at our pyramid that we um, have in CrossFit, nutrition is at the very bottom. Yeah. And it's not at the bottom because it's the least important. It's at the bottom because that's the base of the structure. Yeah. And without that base, everything else is going to deteriorate and fall fall apart completely yeah i mean I, I i think just like you i like to eat but i'm you know i'm not a great cook i can cook um but i find the meals for me that are best are the ones that are you know most simple they you know don't take more than 20 30 minutes um and simple ingredients that you know you i might even be able to make last for a couple of days yeah 100 not uh, every single meal should be uh super hard or super difficult to make uh, and that's probably going to turn you off from actually eating the right foods as well if you're making it super hard and difficult on yourself every single day. Yeah. Um, most of us are obviously at home now. And right now is everyone has the perfect opportunity to practice their cooking skills. Yeah. Would you, like, would you say you know, you've got that time yeah. in the world? Um, try new things in the kitchen, you know, different ideas, you know, even if it means you, you know, go and that ordering or don't go out if you don't need to but grab a, a grab a, a book a cookbook off um amazon or, or you know whatever it might be that gives you ideas um it, eating eating healthy is is actually quite simple and um just before this podcast um we spoke about four steps to healthy delicious meal and number one is identify the source of protein that you want within your plate number two is choose your vegetables um, make those as colorful as possible. So if you've got a pen, uh, write this stuff down. Um, number three, now this also does depend on the day whether you're training or not, but you add a carb and, and add a fat or and or, depending on whichever way that you look at it. If you are on a non-training day and don't require the energy from potato, rice and pasta, it, you don't need it. You'll get that energy from fat and you'll also get some from your vegetables. So, you know, be sensible with your choices. And the last, the last step is, um, is, uh, is, is choose a flavor that you can combine with the ingredients that you've, you've put in. Obviously, try and stay with you know, dry spices as opposed to, to marinades. Yeah, for sure. What, have you got any like, go-to, uh, you know, whether it be marinades or, or things that you use? Uh, I'm very easy. I, uh, I like my garlic. I, uh, I like some uh, paprika powder. I yeah. like, um, you know, kind of the, the barbecue... Uh, type spices yeah yeah That's nice what I like. yeah um for, for the listeners after this uh after this podcast we will put on our on our instagram page um just a couple of ingredients that you can do um to give you some some like or a couple of ingredients to put together and some like kind of uh, simple recipes um without without much hassle um but case you you uh you've done the 60 day strong at the start of the year um and i know it wasn't a nutrition um uh let's say a nutritional diet or anything like that, but what, what did it mean in terms of your nutrition? Uh, yeah, so it um, completely shifted my mindset when it comes to what foods I actually need throughout the day. Um, where we talked about cheat meals already, uh, but it just, it takes that away, like it 
doesn't give you the option to um, to eat those foods. And after a while, you actually realize that you don't need it. You um, you realize what foods will get you through today, uh, through the day, and uh, will sustain your body. And like we talked about, our uh, activity levels as well. Yeah. And it will make you realize what foods are not beneficial necessarily for you to eat. Yeah, I, I guess there are a couple of things though that you can add um, to help with nutrition um, and aesthetics in that respect is that water plays a big role in this. Um, being hydrated does help digest, you know, helps your skin, helps you the way that your food, your food is digested and inter your internal organs. Like that, that's a big element that we kind of, uh, we miss completely. We always look on the, on the external. Um, knowing, uh, and this is where most people fail, right? They, they don't know what they're gonna eat for the day. So they just, if they're at work, obviously if they're not through quarantine and they're back to work and we're in the real world again, they'll just go to work and go to Mark's Spencer's or go to Tesco's or Asda and like just pick up whatever they can find. Yeah, and you know, creating a pattern for yourself is hugely important. Um, you don't need to eat something as uh, something different every single day. Yeah. Like I, my nutrition is very much the same every single day because it works for me. It makes me feel good. It's a, supports my um, energy levels throughout the day. It helps me in a gym. It helps me uh, feel good throughout the day. So why why should I uh, change up my nutrition? There's just no need to do that. Uh, and it just for the simple reason that people like to change up their Yeah, nutrition. they don't like to eat the same stuff. Yeah. yeah, we've got this, we're in this kind of world that no, well, I have to have something different every day. Well, change it up every now and again, but you, you don't, you technically don't have to. Yeah, if you, if you eat the right nutrition, uh, if you eat the right foods with the right uh, nutritional value every yeah. single day, you should be all right. You should be yeah, good like to if eat it, the same thing. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Exactly. Like, keep it as it is. Um, but then there's obviously like stress and sleep. That, that have uh, quite a big role in, in nutrition. And I think it does, you know, if you are, if your cortisol levels or stress levels are a little bit higher, you might find that you eat based on your emotions and that's that does play a role. Um, but also lack of sleep will make you, you know, uh, more hungry than normal, uh, make you make, you know, decisions based on impulse. Yeah? Sure. Uh, but I would argue that the better your nutrition is, the better the food sources are that you um, would get that sleep. Get, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Your sleep and your mood is going to improve. Um, if you choose the bad foods, the shitty foods that are um, taking you away from your goals, um, you might not realize, realize that, but it is actually affecting your uh, mood more than you think it is. Yeah. I think if you're someone now that is struggling, listening and you're struggling to get your nutrition right, I think the main thing that I can say to you personally is that you are consistently inconsistent. Um, you need to have that consistency within your foods. You know, find a breakfast that is good, as in it tastes good, it has good nutritional value, and do the same thing with lunch and dinner. Um, my view uh, on snacks, actually, and it'd be interesting to get your view on snacks here as well, is that I, I believe snacks should be almost like mini meals where they still have good, like, you don't just want to eat a banana as a snack because you know um, it's going to raise your blood blood sugar levels and actually it's probably going to make you hungrier. Exactly. Yeah, and that's exactly right. It is going to make uh, make you hungrier because your blood sugar levels are just going to go up and down, and your next the next snack that you're going to reach for is not just going to be a snack, uh, but it is something uh, that is uh, not good for you. Yeah, that's not good for you. Um, so. 
like you said, making snacks more of a, uh, a mini meal for yourself. Um, and whatever that consists of, that, uh, that is up to you and that is um, dependent on what you are doing throughout the day. But that is uh, going to be more sustainable and yeah. more beneficial to you throughout the day. Remember, we're going back to the point, that, you know, that we have to do this over a longer period of time and not not just a short period. You know, we're not we even with training. We and I said I put up a couple of social media posts after I'd finished some some filming and stuff that you know we're do, we're doing this for for X amount of years. You know, we longevity twenty, thirty, forty years. We don't just want to do this for you know, six months or the next two years. This is like a, you, like I said, you, you never get to a point you go, oh, I've completed nutrition. Yeah. You want to be happy, feel good uh, with the nutrition that you have throughout the day because that is going to, what you're going to be stuck with yeah. uh, for a long time. And like we talked about before, if you're not enjoying that, then it's not going to last for a long time. Yeah. So obviously people at home now, a lot of quarant like in quarantine, um, probably making more stops to the fridge uh, and opening it and hoping for something else to be in there every time they open it and like playing a game with the light and, you know, hoping there's new food in there. What, what would you say to someone listening that is, uh, that is picking up uh, or, or opening their fridge and hoping for the best? You know, hoping for the best, uh, put better foods in your fridge. <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah. good point, actually. If, um if you are walking to the fridge more times um, throughout the day because you are stuck at home, then make sure that the right foods are in your fridge. Like you still have a um, duty to feed yourself. Yeah, exactly. And you still have that within your control. As much as we, as things are out of our control nowadays, food and our nutrition is definitely not one of them. It is still very easy to go to your supermarket, your local Tesco's, whatever it is, and. Um, get the foods that are going to be healthy and good for you. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. That's probably a good way to look at it. Um, okay, so if someone, what would you say to someone now that comes to you and says, look, okay, so I've done every single diet in the world. I've done this, I've done Slim World, I've done, you know, X, Y, and Z, and just, I don't, I'm not losing the weight. What, what's your advice? Um, well, first, I would, uh, probably tell that person that they've not done every single thing that they could. Um, just purely out of experience, you've probably not tracked your uh, macronutrients, you've probably not tracked uh, how much energy you're spending throughout the day, and yeah. those are the two big components when uh, we're trying to calculate. And um, so, so if you're someone listening, that might be the first step that you need to do. If you've not done it before, is you need to have control, like control the controllables. You can control what you're eating in terms of look at what it's giving you, right? Yeah. If you if you don't know what is going out into your body and you don't know what's going into your body, then that's a war we're never going to win. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, okay, so second tip. So they've, they've taken a little bit of control. They're identifying what, what's going in. Um, and maybe some, uh, an app like MyFitnessPal, they're using that, they have an idea of what, what's coming in. So what would be the next tip? Uh, eat more fats and eat more protein uh, because a lot of us don't need the, um, the amount of carbs that we're eating right now. I'm not saying cut them out completely, um, but a lot of our bodies are looking uh, for fats um, as our main fuel source throughout the day especially now while we're at home and we might not be moving around as much, uh, focus on your protein, uh, make sure you sustain your muscle mass 
and then um, your second focus is going to be on your fats because that's your main fuel source uh, throughout the day. Yeah, it's um, again though. I think you know it is back to like consistently doing this every day. You know, yeah. that, that's going to get us to results. We can't we can't just think you know I'll I'll do this. And if and actually if you go back to the sixty day strong. The reason it worked so well for those that completed it was because for 60 days, and it was just, it could have been 90, it could have been 100, obviously the longer it is, the less people were going to join in on it, but um, you have consistency because you are doing those same things every single day. Yeah, yeah 60 days is a long time, especially when it comes to uh, changing your uh, nutrition. A lot of changes uh, start to happen around that 21 day mark, that's, uh, that's yeah. probably a good time. Um, to see the changes happening uh, within your lifestyle. And, you know, just riding that out for 39 more days is huge for your body. Yeah. And, and really, like, no one should ever make you feel guilty if you don't want something. You know, if you're, if you're out or, you know, and you're socializing and whatever, and if you don't want to have, you, you're not obliged to eat dessert. You don't have to have your face worth of chocolate cake. Like, it's cool. You can leave it. You can start with your, you, know, you can leave on your starter and main. You don't have to do what you know I guess it's like normality you go for dinner and it's like well start a main and dessert but if you were at home you wouldn't have a start a main dessert you just you'd have your dinner yeah you know if you have people around you that talk to you like that and uh, basically force you to have that dessert or uh, drink alcohol or whatever they're probably not the people and they probably not have they probably don't have the bodies that that, that, that they want or that yeah, you want exactly yeah, and they're telling you how to eat. Yeah. <laughs> that, well, that, I mean, that says a lot in itself. Especially this time that they're in quarantine, I guess, um, you know, routine's a little bit different than, you know, getting up later. <clears throat> uh, they are um, going to bed later, uh, probably having foods that they wouldn't have access to normally, um, and habits have changed. So I guess we're trying to identify that um, routine is the key uh, to having some sort of success um, in terms of day-to-day um, -day actions. Um, but, but one thing uh, I, I wanted to uh, speak to, to UKs about was, you know, um, people's perception of um, what nutrition consists of and, and the value it has, you know, in, to, their, to, to themselves. So, you know, it's quite often that people might go and spend 50 to 100 pounds on a round um, or they'll go out on a night out and maybe spend more than that. And they might, they could do that weekly, but then actually day-to-day, -day, you know, they might go and buy a, a meal deal at work because they don't want to spend in their health. Um, what's, what's your thoughts? Yeah, exactly. And I don't think it's fair for us to uh, expect our body to make the changes that we want it to make if we are willing to spend 50 pounds on a night out or fancy drinks, fancy cocktails, whatever it is, uh, but we're not willing to spend that same amount of money or maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less on proper nutrition that's actually going to benefit our lifestyle and our daily tasks. Yeah, again, we're talking like, you know, consistently. If someone's doing this consistently, they can't expect to, to get those results. But, you know, once in, not once in a blue moon, but where it's not maybe so consistent and it might happen, you know, once a month, once every six weeks, then, then that's okay. Um, would you agree? Yeah, exactly. Uh, just like I said, uh, we cannot expect our body to make the changes if we don't put in the effort and time uh, that we need to. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. Um, okay, so um, as we wrap this podcast up, um, the top three tips for the listeners to take away and try and implement over the next uh, week or over the next three to, to six weeks. 
yeah, guys, so my top three tips for you uh, would be uh, simply put good foods in your fridge. It might sound so simple, uh, but we all know that we are walking to our fridge and opening that door uh, a little bit more often than we're used to. And when you do open that door to your fridge, make sure that there are healthy foods in there. And what we mean by healthy foods is whole foods. So foods that don't necessarily have a wrapper or a package around them, um, or foods that grow out in nature. And automatically that will uh, let you stay away from the heavily processed foods that are not super beneficial to you. Then my number two tip would be, your number one priority is gonna be your protein intake. That is um, regardless of anything else. Number two priority is gonna be your healthy fat intake. And then your number three priority is gonna be your carb intake and then in the form of fruits and vegetables and other carbs that can be easily digested and absorbed by the body. Then my number one tip that will help you out the most on a daily basis is plan your meals, protein, fat, and carb intake around your daily lifestyle and your tasks that you need to complete that day. And again, we are talking about eating proper nutrition, whole foods, stay away from the processed foods, and that will help you out throughout the day. Cool. Sounds good. Okay, so there's a lot of information there from, from Coach Case. Um, those are his top three tips. Hopefully, uh, you can give those a try and have some success over the next uh, coming weeks and, and months. Um, that wraps us up for today. Um, I hope you enjoyed the uh, the show. Uh, we'll be back next week with a new topic. Um, feel free to uh, send us an email, info at crossfithow.com, or message us on, on Instagram with a topic that you would like us to talk about. Um, or if you want to come on the show, uh, send us uh, an email and, uh, and let me know.